Somebody asked us a question the other day. What is the difference between condemnation mm -hmm. and conviction? And I think that that's an interesting question because I don't see the Lord ever condemning anyone. That, that's not who he is. He, he doesn't do that. Yep. That's, that's not the nature of God. Two scriptures come to my mind because when people get a glimpse of God as the long bearded guy with a white robe and a whipping stick waiting to pound you and bring condemnation on you when you do something wrong is completely different than convicting you and correcting you. Chasten is the word used in the Bible. When you look at Romans 8 and 1, Romans 8, 1 says, whom the Lord, or there's no condemnation in Christ. If you walk away from a situation and you think that the Lord has said something to you and you feel condemned and you feel condemnation and you feel put down, then you might want to check what the devil is doing. Because in Christ, there is no condemnation. Now, if you jump over to Hebrews 12, I think it's 12, 6, Hebrews 12, 6, whom the Lord loves, he chastens. Condemnation and chastens are two different words. Mm -hmm. Whom the Lord loves, he chastens. People think, oh, yep, there it is again. He just beat me up. No. Chasten actually means correction, but it actually translates to whom the Lord loves, he chastens. It's a redirection. And I read this commentary on it that I thought was awesome because it means correction as in redirection, and then it said redirection as if to avoid a train wreck. Hmm. The Lord loves us so much, He wants to redirect us so that we avoid so a train we don't wreck. Have a train wreck. That's so it. So if exactly. you're feeling condemnation, where is that coming from? Because it's not coming from God. That's correct. It where, can't. Where is it from? So there are two forces in the earth if you believe the word of God. You are of God, little children. Greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. You are, And when you're a Christian, you're in Christ. Joint heirs with Jesus. So as a Christian, there's only one other driving force, and that is as a Christian, the flip side is antichrist. Um, it, you know, it's like um, hunger versus anti-hunger. You know what I'm saying? The flip side of something mm -hmm. is anti. It's against. Mm -hmm. Okay. So the flip side of Christian is anti-Christ, against Christ, against the principles of Christ. Who is that? Well, the Bible calls the devil the thief that comes against, the anti. The opposite of Christ in Christianity is antichrist. It is the devil, Satan, uh, Lucifer, the thief that comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. Jesus said, I've come that you might have life and that you might have it more abundantly. But the flip side of that is Satan, same verse, Satan comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But I have come that you might have life. So if it's the steal, kill, and destroy side, it's the Satan time side. If it is that you might have life and have it more abundantly, it's the Christ side. So if you see Jesus trying to chasten you, to redirect you, to straighten out the path, making a crooked place straight, so that you avoid a train wreck, that's the good stuff. If you see condemnation, you feel like, oh, I just feel like I, like I just defeated. That's the anti-Christ side. That's the devil's flip side. When you listen and then you feel with the spirit, the Bible says God's word, his spirit will bear witness with our spirit. If you're feeling this agitation and aggravation and condemnation, that's wrestling against your Christian spirit. If you're feeling love, peace, joy, all of that, that is in harmony with your Christian spirit. Whom the Lord loves, he redirects as if to avoid a train wreck. But if there's condemnation, 
That isn't Jesus because in Christ there is no condemnation. So if you're feeling a conviction in your heart about something, where is that coming from? It has to be the devil, Jordan. It cannot be If you're feeling else. convicted about something, that's, that's only God. from Satan. Okay, that's, that was a conviction is okay. what I'm asking now. So conviction is to me the same as chasten. Okay. Conviction is not condemnation. Right. Okay, let me give it to you this way. Let's say I really have an opportunity to do something really wrong or have a really great opportunity to do the right thing. And you listen to your gut, your still small voice, your heart. Your head may tell you some really wild and crazy and stupid things. But if you're in Christ Jesus, that still small voice will convict you, nudge you, chasten you, correct you to do the right thing. Condemnation will say, ah, you're a jerk, it's going to happen anyway, you might as well do whatever you want. Correction, conviction is that Holy Spirit within you that bears witness with the Spirit to do the right thing, to nudge you to gently do the right decision. Conviction is to me the same thing as chastening, it's correcting. I'm kind of correcting myself or it's the voice of the Holy Spirit trying to convict me and say, Lindsay, uh, 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 that's not good for you. That's conviction, that's chastening, that's redirecting, that's correcting, that is not condemnation. So if someone is at home feeling condemned in their heart, they're mm -hmm. feeling condemnation, what advice would you give to them to get away from that? Two words, woohoo, that's my two words. If you're feeling it's condemnation, woohoo, you've identified where the problem is. Because that cannot be Jesus, it can only be the devil. And the Bible says you resist the devil and he shall flee. Get thee behind me, Satan, you cannot do this. You cannot prevail is what it says. So if you're feeling all this condemnation, immediately say, Satan, I have just figured out who you are and you cannot have me. I'm God's property. Now I can be corrected and I can have a little bit of conviction in my heart to do the right thing. But if it's true condemnation, get thee behind me, Satan. You will not prevail. And then what I do is I pray and ask the Holy Spirit. Now, Holy Spirit, chasten my heart, correct me, redirect me, Show me what I'm supposed to do to make corrections. But condemnation, get thee behind me, Satan, you will not prevail. And you need to say that out of your own mouth. Because Jordan, I found in my lifetime, 63, I found out it is very easy to go into agreement with the negativity of the devil. I found that it's sometimes harder to believe in myself and even believe in the Holy Spirit. Sometimes it's easier for me to go to the bad place and believe the bad news. Now. You're a Christian. Yes, I've been a Christian since I was six years old. I got saved at a, at a um, church meeting with a puppet show. So I am a Christian, but don't think for one minute Satan doesn't come and whisper in his ear. Well, we're all human, Christian and non-Christian alike. There's a humanity in us that has moments where fear gets into your heart yes. and takes over or the situation in front of you seems so bleak that you just can't even imagine a positive outcome. That's, that's our human side, but that is not activating the faith that we have to trust God and believe God to take us. Joe and I had to overcome something when I was, oh, I would say, I don't know, high school, college, somewhere in there. I was of the mindset that if I didn't get 100, I was a failure. <laughs> Luckily, that wasn't passed on to me. <coughs> Excuse me. <laughs> I passed just by a nip, and I'm okay with it. <laughs> don't let her kid you one bit. However, don't let her kid you. However, I would, I would put not conviction, oh, maybe I could do better next time. No, 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 no. I put condemnation. 
And this is what I used to say to myself, you're such a loser, you're such a failure, you're such an idiot. I had a 99 for heaven's sake. I'm not a loser, I'm not a failure, I'm not an idiot. And maybe I did miss one. Your dad would have rejoiced. Woo like I said, I, I didn't get that dad gene, so I'm thrilled. Dad used to call so himself the thrilled. king of the D's. Hey. Dad's a musician. Let's get what it is. Let's get it right here. Dad we all is, have our strengths. Dad has his strengths. And, and mathematics was mine, and it's not dad's. But if I, if I did that, I still remember to this day my worst grade that I can ever remember just beating myself up over in high school that got to my attention was in Algebra 2, and it was a 90, or I had an 89.5, and I had a B plus. He wouldn't give me the A. I couldn't get it to budge. And I went home that night, and I beat myself up internally so badly. You're an idiot. You're stupid. Then I realized, no, I'm just not good at Algebra 2. I made a decision to beef it up and get the A if I wanted and work a little harder and get tutoring or whatever or just be happy with 89.5. But I had to make a decision to stop calling myself an idiot. Mm -hmm. Then I realized, I did that to myself. Yeah, sometimes it seems that, that was it, me. it's not even someone on the outside, it's you. Yeah. Half the time, to the, the negativity is, is just you saying those things about yourself. Something that no one else would ever say yeah. to you or about you, you say about yourself. Satan has this little ability to whisper in your ear. Now, choose this day whom you'll serve. Why do you have two ears? One to go in and one to go out. But see, I let it get in my ear, in my head, in my heart, in my belief system, and I took something that was probably the dumbest thing on earth at that moment in my life, and I turned it into condemnation. Why? Because I listened to the wrong voice. You know what I do? I call it this all the time, voices and choices. You will always have a choice to listen to which voice. And you need to listen to the voice of the Holy Spirit, love, peace, joy, pure, and encouragement. Or if you choose to listen to the voice of the devil and you listen to this, this condemnation, you'll end up like I was, tormented over a half a point on Algebra 2 a thousand million years ago. Instead, I made a decision, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to start tutoring math. And I began to do that. And I began to realize I'm not a jerk, I'm not stupid, I'm not an idiot, and I'm a really good math teacher. And it changed my whole perspective when I stopped listening to the voice of the enemy and listening to the voice of God. If you're hearing condemnation, it is not from God. If you're hearing negative doubt seeds being planted in your head, that's not God. Turn that off. Don't say those things about yourself. Someone else saying them about you is terrible, but doing it to yourself, that's just, that's just ridiculous. Don't do that to yourself. God would never say those things about you, and don't let anyone else say those things either. Don't let anyone put those seeds in your mind and then you grab a hold of them. Immediately say, no, that is not me. That is not who I am. I was made in the image of Christ, and I will not stand for that. I will not listen to that. I will have faith, and I will speak positive words of life over myself. I mean, there are always going to be situations that somebody's going to say something negative. You Some, have a choice. Somebody once said to me years ago, and it just registered, let her words register to you. The words they said to me was, God does not expect perfection. Jesus was the only perfect one. God expects excellence, but not perfection. And then they said to me, get over yourself. <laughs> Best advice ever. Yeah. Get over yourself. Listen to the Holy Spirit. Get over yourself and get into the words of the Holy Spirit. I got set free. Yeah, it's, completely It's set a free. choice that we make mm -hmm. to listen to that, to listen to those words of condemnation or to feel the chastening of the spirit when it needs to happen and yeah. correct it. And it's that simple. And if it's condemnation, it's not God. No, it's, it's really not simple. God. Turn off that voice, 
turn that person off, shut them away, whatever you have to do, and speak words of hope and life over yourself, because that's what God would speak over you. Thank you for listening to our podcast. When Richard receives your prayer request, he will pray over your needs, believing for the miracle that you need, and write you back. And when you give us your email address, you will receive a letter by email with a link to a video prayer specifically targeted to your needs. Call for prayer today, 918-495-7777, or go online at oralroberts.com prayer.